0: Hi Craig. Hello everyone for listening to Tuned Out on WUEC 89.7 Blue Gold Radio Sunday. My name is Hayden Forbes and for those who have never heard Tuned Out before basically it changes every season but this season you know we're talking about different kinds of music uh, such as album intros and outros. Today I got an interesting one. I will preface this episode by starting out saying that actually we already have an episode recorded a few days ago. Uh, Currently recording this on March 6th, but we're going to postpone that one an extra week because it's really good and I just want to make sure it's the absolute best episode I can. And also, I was just really excited to get this one out, so just know that this next episode that's airing after this one was recorded before this one, so it's a little out of order. Anyways, let's get started. Basically, what Tuned Out is here, you know, we're talking about different styles of music, we answer hypothetical questions, and usually when we have a guest on... Granted, we used to have some co-hosts, just be uh, all goofy and silly and act like bozos. But anyways, we're going to start with our hypothetical question, get our little random number generator going. Looks like our number for today is number 90, going on this list of 170 questions. And here's the 90th question. If you were a 90s cartoon evil villain, where would your base be and what would it look like slash have inside? What would your henchmen slash women wear as uniforms? And, and also, let me just preface by saying this isn't the 90th episode of Tuned Out. It's, it's a random number generator, like I said. I've probably only done like 30 of these. But, ah, uh, 90s cartoon evil villain. Where would my base be? What would it look like? Overall, I think it'd just be a vibe, you know. I just want to make sure people be chilling. There's, there's this one place that, um, oh, I can't remember. I don't know. I just want it to be one of those, like, really nice, like, Facebook house listings that, like, people post that have, like, 800 photos. And it's like, oh, yeah, this is, like, in the middle of nowhere, and it costs, like, $7 million. But (laughs) I just always look at those because I I don't know why. I guess I'm just an old man at heart. Uh, As for, I don't know, I just think I'd have a lot of records. I'm I'm a huge audiophile. You know, I love music. I collect CDs, cassettes, vinyls, stuff like that. Preferably every album I've ever wanted on vinyl, even if they haven't put them onto vinyl, that'd be like my main thing. And henchmen and henchwomen, you know. Listen, wear whatever you want. Those are like the best jobs. Like you don't have to wear a cringy like McDonald's uniform. Just give me some, you know, just wear a comfy T-shirt. You know, I trust you. Obviously, it'd probably be good for you to have like a badge or something, just so I know. But I, I don't know. I. I've never once thought this before, and I guess that works with these hypothetical questions. Like, why would you think of something like that? If you if you've thought about it beforehand, without like without this right here or looking at these hypothetical questions, I feel like you got to get help or something because that just isn't right. You know what else isn't right? The songs we're talking about today on Tuned Out, and I got some interesting ones. Today's episode is about songs that are so. Bad that you can't help but love them. Now, this first song I chose myself, and this other one was suggested by a friend that you guys might might hear someday on this podcast. Maybe you've already heard them. Who knows? But, you know, I just I guess I just want to talk about these a little bit. So this first song is from 1980. It is a Paul McCartney song. Actually, both songs are by members of Bands I Love, and we'll get into the other one later. So this is from the McCartney 2 record. It came out in 1980. For those who don't know, the McCartney records are Paul McCartney albums where he did the entirety of it. He produced it. He, I believe he produced it. But um, he played all the instruments, all the songwriting, all the singing, all of it. It's just him. Uh, my friend Sadie, shout out Sadie, she sent me this song and she's like, I've been obsessed with it lately. This was a, This was months ago. And she's like, here's the thing. It is the worst song you'll ever hear, but it's kind of good. And I just texted her back after listening to it. I was like, never, ever recommend me music again, but at the same time, keep sending me music. Uh, it is called, and, and it, it I will admit, this song is, has aged very poorly. So just a heads up, people, that this song is is definitely a poorly aged song. It's called Temporary Secretary. And I guess, I, I don't know, like, it's just something about the way he sings. And obviously the lyrics just... Just aged poorly and he just sings with a damn. It's like the nasally voice. But at the same time, it's like you can't help but love. It's like the movie The Room. Or I guess for a better fit, if you guys have ever seen the Beatles movie Magical Mystery Tour, that movie is so bad, so abysmal. It is awful. It makes no sense. It was very much a movie where you, they were like, hey, I found like a couple of like wizard costumes. I, I, what what do you want to use them And they're like yeah we'll we'll make up something And then it's just it cuts to like John Lennon With a tray full of teacups and he's like I spent half an hour looking for the sugar Or Ringo throwing his drumstick in the air Dropping it and then looking right at the camera Just like oh well my bad <laughs> But anyways guys here's Here's Temporary Secretary by Paul McCartney
1: you find for me someone strong and sweet fitting on my knee she can keep her job if she gets it wrong ah, but Mr. Marks I won't need regular has been getting I don't need a true romance So she can be a diplomat But I don't need a girl like that She can be a neurosurgeon If she's doing nothing urgent What I need's a temporary, temporary secretary to stay on the right track. She can be a belly dancer. I don't need a true romancer. She can be a diplomat, but I don't need a girl like that. She can be a neurosurgeon if she's doing nothing urgent. What I need.
0: temporary secretary by paul mccartney here on WUEC 89.7 fm this is blue gold radio sunday and you are listening to tuned out right now we're talking about songs that are so bad they're good and again i don't know what it is with that track i think it's just the groove overall just the weird like techno synthy thing followed with some really good acoustic guitars i really think that bridge is extremely stupid almost in a comedic way, you know, the, she can be a belly dancer. I don't need a true romancer. She can be a neurosurgeon if she's doing nothing urgent. Also, there's something so, like, when, uh, I know how hard it is for young girls these days, like, oh, really, really, Paul, you, you know, you were in what your thirties at the time. (laughs) What, what do you know? I don't even know it's not my place to know. I was never a, a young woman. I it's just something so something so confident in that statement that you're almost intrigued like you're not going to believe him at all, but it's like I kind of want to know where his his train of thought is coming from with this. And I I can definitely think of something considering this song is is in the 80s. But I don't think that's appropriate to talk about on the radio. <laughs> Let's just say there's an Elton John song from the same year Track 5 on his 21 at 33 album And it's about the exact same thing I'm bringing up here But this next song was suggested by another friend of mine Who actually has probably been involved in the podcast before If anyone remembers season 1 They they heard Temporary Secretary the other day eh, Because we were talking about this exact same thing and they're like i have one right here it's by Roger Taylor of Queen and we listened to it and i was like i'm sorry but this song isn't bad at all like there's like it's not like the last song we just listened to where it's like okay it's got some charm to it in a in a weird twisted sense i genuinely liked it but i can also see why people don't like it because i just have a different taste of music in the sense of where like i don't know i always approach music instead of just like blank face where it's like oh this song's good this song's bad i'm like what was this song trying to do you know so like for instance the elton john just i guess to bring him up again his disco album people hated it cuz it was disco i approached it in the sense knowing it was going to be disco and people knew when it came out that it was disco i was like all right this is a disco album how well does it do at being a disco album and i like victim of love when i approach it that way so that's how I approach this song and I just love it it's got a nice groove to it Roger Taylor is a very underrated songwriter he was the one in Queen who never really got his due when it came to songwriting I mean he did near the end he wrote some hits like one vision or at least he started one vision the whole band wrote that one uh radio gaga he wrote that uh, these are the good days or these are the days of our lives how am I messing up Queen's my favorite band how am I getting song titles wrong But anyways, this song is called Future Management. And then in parentheses, you don't need nobody else. We'll talk about it a little bit right after. Anyways, here's that song for you guys right now. show you Future management you don't need nobody else this song is still pretty new to me I, at the time of recording i've only been sitting with it for about three days whereas temporary secretary i've had about a year under my belt with it um but knowing the band at the time the song came out in 1981 uh this was after the game for queen i this is a strictly solo release from roger he was actually the first one to in, go solo i remember he Freddie Mercury was getting a lot of heat for going solo in 85, not even leaving the band. He just made a solo record, and everyone trashed him. But it's like at that point, Brian had already done an EP. Roger did, I think, two albums. So it's like, why does it matter? Roger was the first one to go solo. But anyways, at the time, Queen had released the Flash Gordon soundtrack and the game the previous year. You might recognize songs from those records, such as Flash's theme Uh, Another One Bites the Dust, Crazy Little Thing Called Love. And the following year, 1982, would show the release of Hot Space, their funk record, which featured songs like Calling All Girls, Cool Cat, which I recommend. I love that one. That's one of my favorite Queen songs. And Under Pressure. But this year, 1981, Roger had released his first solo record called Fun in Space. I actually listened to it for the first time the other day. I would definitely recommend giving it a listen. It's got an interesting vibe to it. It's got an amazing album cover. I love it. But this song right here was definitely my favorite from the record. And it was actually what got me to listen to it. I think it was the lead single too. But it's just got this interesting groove to it. Just so it those like bom boom. And the very in the drums and the very queen guitars. It's just that nice groove to it. Roger singing his raspy lower vocals, but his more well known higher vocals. For those who don't know, Roger's the one in Bohemian Rhapsody screaming uh, "Screaming Galileo. But I don't have too much to say about this song. I definitely recommend checking out the whole record after you listen to all the amazing people and shows here on Blue Gold Radio Sunday here on WUEC 89.7. But uh, I definitely want to know from you guys because I don't have too much to say today. About these crummy songs you know based on how long this recording has been going i might throw in another hypothetical question just for some fun but do you guys have any songs that are so bad they're kind of good i i definitely know you do why don't you guys reach out to me on instagram hayden forbes music and while you're there why don't you check out some of my songs they're so bad they're kind of good <laughs> but i definitely i kind of want to make a playlist of songs like these and just I want to learn more like guilty pleasure songs from people because those are I love those ones. I know people are usually scared to show them because it's like, sorry, don't judge me for this. but it's like, come on, you know let' let's let's have some fun here. let's let's see what kind of music you can bring out and and see see some redeeming qualities in and that's that's a good trait to have. Thank you for tuning in tuned out on WEC 89.7. My name's been Hayden Forbes. Hope you enjoyed somewhat of a smaller episode this week. Trust me, next week is going to be an amazing episode since we already recorded it. I can confidently say it is still so far my favorite episode of tuned out. So be able to tune in next week. And why don't you tune into the rest of the amazing shows here. And my name's been Hayden Forbes. I'll see you guys later. Bye, Craig.